Welcome to the BBC, a wax cast based on collaboration, not competition. Between Both Cheeks is a world filled with beauty, bums, and billions of bucks. The hosts of the BBC are Luba, the badass boss bitch, creator and owner of international brands and beauty salons. I'm emotionally charged right now and I just want to fire her so I need to go home and sleep on it. Becca, the egg, she's new to the beauty business but learning faster than a baby savant. Hey, take our sign and go stand on the street corner and dance in a chicken suit. And Ashley, a straight, shooting, spicy Italian. Hot off the global circuit, she's got expertise to share. My husband's going to get down there and yeah. start trying to rip. Welcome to the BBC. Bring me your balls. No, Kelly Clarkson! Okay, so finally, we don't have a guest with us today. It's back to the original three. My name is Becca the Enforcer. I'm here today with Luba and Ashley. We are still recording through Zoom, thanks to uh, COVID-19. But we also we also have we kind of have a bit of a guest star. Yes, there is one more. There is there is a guest star. Ash, do you want to make a bit of an announcement? There's a little baby guest star who is not shown to the world yet, but they are hibernating in the tummy right now. <laughs> yeah, congratulations! So, all those thank times, you. All those times of oh, Ash is at the doctor. She had food poisoning. Wasn't actually food poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. A little bit of morning sickness never hurt anyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. But you're feeling uh, good. Feeling good. Feeling great. Okay, so but I will jump into things and say I have a bit of a query when it comes to pregnancy and spas. Let's okay. do it. So I never realized until you actually become pregnant that if you go to certain spas and you want to get a certain wax, Mm -hmm. they will actually charge more if you're pregnant. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this. So what is with that? So And what are our feelings? (laughs) What are the difference? (laughs) That's what I want to know. It's like my belly got bigger. Like my hoo-ha didn't get bigger. My legs didn't get bigger. Oh, my God. So are they going to charge me more because I'm COVID fat? Like that's that's what I'm starting to think. Like are you going to be like, okay, like. Now you have to start charging via, like, weight. Like, if you fit into this weight category, like, weight class, you get this price. If you're in, you know, the middle weight class, you get a different price. If you're in the, what do they call it, heavyweight, heavyweights. So the only thing that I could think of, because obviously waxing someone that's pregnant takes a little bit of extra skill, a little more patience, um, a certain technique on how to position them. My only guess is maybe these places – are charging more because of the additional training that they need to, to give someone. Maybe all of their estheticians aren't comfortable waxing someone that's, that's pregnant and sensitive and has to be maneuvered a certain way. So maybe they're doing like a pregnancy bikini or a pregnancy Brazilian. But wouldn't that only matter when they're further along, like seven that's- to 10 months when they are showing a bit more? I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know because we've yeah, never charged be. extra. No, I haven't seen it locally, but I've seen it online now that you mention it, Ash, and I never thought of it before. I was just like, oh, I never, great. you know, I've seen it and I really never thought much of it until I actually looked closer at the price. How much mm-hmm. of a surcharge is it? And $5? I want to say between like 5 and $10 more. 
I kind of feel now that I want to charge extra. I feel like this no. is a business no. <laughs> I feel like this is gouging. Like, yeah, this is total gouging. You're doing it to somebody who A is like starting to have to save because they've got this new yeah. little member on the way. Not to mention, you can't see your business yourself once you get to a certain size. So yeah. there is no, like, even attempting to do this yourself. Yeah. So you're taking advantage of a very vulnerable and hormonal, might I add, <laughs> but listen, like, group from, of clientele. From a business standpoint, mm. the opportunity for marketing this is excellent. Right. So if I'm, I mean, I'm not ever going to get pregnant, but if I was pregnant or whatever, and I had no experience with waxing and didn't know anything about it, I might actually be Googling pregnancy Brazilian wax. And then if I go to a place that says, you know, pregnancy Brazilian okay. as a specialty, I would feel maybe safer there. Like the marketing opportunity behind it is incredible. So yeah. there is amazing marketing opportunity behind it. There used to be I don't know if there still is, but there was at one point in time spas dedicated to pregnant women. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, pregnancy facials, pregnancy belly facials, pregnancy Brazilians and waxing and all the nine yards. So is there marketing opportunities? Absolutely. Because do you want somebody who's skilled? Definitely. But do I think you should be charging more for them? I think that's yeah. the biggest thing. Like, if I'm going to get my legs waxed, do I think that you should be charging me more because I'm <laughs> pregnant? No. Like, okay, don't get me wrong. I get it. You want to flip somebody over and you want to do the back of their legs. Well, guess what? Unless you have a pregnancy pillow, yeah. nobody's laying on their stomach. But yeah. you as the esthetician have to be able to figure out different ways to do things. Maybe you have somebody on their side. Maybe you have somebody standing up and you as the esthetician are crouching down and getting the backs of the bottom of their legs or their upper thighs or whatever it is. There's a million different ways that you could do things, but do I think gouging is the answer? I'm a little disappointed, I'll have to say, in owners mm -hmm. that are gouging the pregnant Mm -hmm. women but you know not everyone is as confident as you as a waxer and just automatically panic you know i can mm -hmm. almost I, I don't want to compare it to like doing the brazilian but it takes a special technique to to do that service and i mm -hmm. you know we we had um a couple of clients that wouldn't see some of our regular waxers and would only mm -hmm. want to see one person because they felt that they yeah. were specialized in a pregnancy wax mm-hmm that's true. But isn't the extra training just cost of doing business? Yeah, And there's then. nothing in school like, hey, I'm going to teach you how to do a pregnancy Brazilian. The area is still the same. Nothing yeah. has changed. Just how you it's not it. like the belly hangs down in that area. It's you're laying on your back. You're exactly the same. And you realistically, mm -hmm. your positioning is not changing at all, except if you are getting between the cheeks. That yeah. is the only area that's changing. And instead of laying directly on your stomach, you're going to lay on your side, which a lot of estheticians already do anyway. Mm -hmm. Or knees to chest, yeah. I would love to test it. I would just love to test it for, for research purposes on, you know, charging an extra $10 and saying that we specialize in it. I mean, we don't, I can't, I guess we specialize in it, we, but we just don't charge extra for it. But it would be a very interesting test to see if people are actually searching for that, looking yeah. for it, and will pay that extra for it. 
Mm-hmm. Possibly because there's probably a lot of women that do their own waxing at home. And then all of a sudden it comes to like you're six months pregnant and you can't see your cookie anymore. Right. And I you're just, like, all right, well, something's got to yeah. give. And either my husband's going to get down there and yeah. start trying to rip <laughs> oh or, or you're going to go out and start First. searching. Yeah. I'm pregnancy. So there is on Yelp top 10 best pregnancy waxing in Vancouver. Waxing while pregnant, healthy pregnancy. So Spa Utopia, huge chain in BC, healthy pregnancy. So they go, they've got something. Is it more than their regular Brazilian? Yeah, check the We could put it on our website and add it, add it in. Yeah. I would love to hear from everybody else and and know who is charging more for Yeah. waxes and what areas are you charging more for if somebody is pregnant yeah and with that being said do you charge more if somebody is overweight or if somebody mm-hmm. is not flexible and you know oh. there's a million different reasons yeah. why you couldn't exactly. choose to charge more but I just think it's you're discriminating like there should be one price the only time I think there should maybe be a difference is maybe men and women because the areas are typically quite different mm-hmm. and and do you charge do you charge that extra pregnancy surcharge whatever you want to call it at a certain time and not at the beginning mm. well at the beginning like i certainly like i've gone for waxes and i certainly didn't walk in and be like hey i'm I am, pregnant yeah i was just gonna yeah. say right so you you hear about it in the treatment room because you're you know talking with your esthetician and then all of a sudden you got a $10 charge when you walk yeah. out. Like, and I thought, okay. uh-uh, I'm keeping my lips sealed mm-hmm. and I'm not saying anything. And this is places that I have gone that I had already been before. So I didn't have to fill out a new client form. Mm-hmm. So it made it easy. Whereas if you're a new client and you have to fill out the form, yeah. maybe you're not showing so much. Maybe you could get away with just looking chunky. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, we have, um, we come up number two. When you look at pregnancy, pregnancy waxing Vancouver, hmm. we come up number two and That's number one, number one is Yelp for top 10 best pregnancy. It's That's pretty one, good. Yeah. We don't have it anywhere on our website at all. So no. So when I look through Google, maybe our reviews mention it. It's, um, it's under, it's all under advice. Like it's all the whole tips on what to do while you're pregnant. Oh, right. So before waxing and stuff. Grabbing. So yeah. So that's, really crazy and very interesting hmm it's a little bit of seo for you right so asher hmm. you can go back to the same place and or and let me ask you this the place that you went to is it a big chain or is they're it not a huge train but they are a bit of like they have a, a couple, couple locations interesting yeah so there are a couple locations um yeah hmm. And to be honest, I I wouldn't, I won't even say the name because I wouldn't say that they're like my favorite place by any means, but they're very convenient. Yeah. So that's (laughs) that's what keeps me going because it's convenient. And a lot of the time, as much as I hate to say it, sometimes convenience wins over Mm -hmm. going somewhere that's a little bit farther where somebody is skilled. Because sometimes you just want something done and you want it done now and you don't want to wait. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And sometimes if you're going to somebody who's really skilled, 
you're probably going to have to wait unless you yeah. are constantly watching for their pop-ups of, hey, I've got an opening today. Hey, I've yeah. got an opening today. And yeah. to be honest, I really respect and appreciate the people that do do that. Um, so you can actually take advantage of those little pop-ups that they have. Yeah, of but. course. I mean, we, we, we just had a management meeting and we were talking about like no-shows and stuff like that. And, you know, the opportunity to be able to fill that quickly um, is so important because mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. it's such a, such a loss sometimes of, of revenue coming in. Mm-hmm. And it's boring too if you're stuck. So, Ash, when you say convenience, do you mean is it close to your house or your work? Is it easy to book? Is it close to my work price? and easy to book? Easy to book. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, close to my house. Sorry, close, close to my to work. I'll be okay. Close yeah. to my house and easy to book. That's the pregnancy brain. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> Where I know what I want to say and it doesn't it come out. Yeah. So um, easy to book, do you mean like online? No, I mean like there's just always openings. I got it. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Okay. okay. So you, like, so I mean, I can call and I can typically always get in the same day. So you, you jump around then. You're not totally committed to one place. I'm, I tend to go there most often. A lot of the time I do it myself. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll say nine times out of 10, eh, let's say eight times out of 10 now. Um, yeah. I'll do it myself. Okay. But there's certain times that I'm like, okay, I don't feel like doing it or, you know, you slept funny and you don't want to bend a certain way or whatever, or maybe I'm out of wax or I'm out of strips or I'm out of sticks or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. And I'm like, about to go wax myself, and then I'm like, shit, I'm out of something. Okay, I need to get in somewhere, and I need to get in there now. Mm-hmm. So I can typically call and be like, okay, what do you have in the next little while? Or what do you have today? And I can typically get in. Even with COVID right now? Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, so we're, business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? We're not even taking, like, any sort of walk-ins or anything like that. It's all got to be pre-booked. Yeah, and it is pretty booked. It's yeah, shocking. So somebody, if you've got openings today, though, and somebody calls, mm-hmm. are you going to be like, "No, sorry, I'm." Oh no, 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 yeah, yeah, no, we'll yeah. Them. So yeah. that you're, they're not taking walk in. Like, I can't walk in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would always just call ahead of time yeah. and be like, I'm "Okay, what away. do you have? <laughs> yeah, like, what do you have in the next?" I don't even live ten minutes away. Like, I'm like a four minute drive down the street. Wow. So yeah, yeah it like that's what I mean by convenience. Like, it's yeah. just really yeah. convenient. And I have two places that are probably equally as close. Um, and one's a little more expensive than the other. Uh, one's more dedicated to like quick services. The other's more spa. And those are the two I tend to go to the most. But then there's one place that I will drive to if I'm booking far enough in advance. <laughs> Mm, okay. so crazy I'm well, the client that everyone loves yeah right? <laughs> that's okay um, at least I'm no, honest yeah. Yeah. yeah no it's I'm, I like expected. to look at it sharing the love right yeah well, there's enough there's enough estheticians and clients to go around so but fine. to be honest I still and Luba can attest to this I've done this for years I still like to hop around from place to place when mm-hmm. I can try something new Mm-hmm. Just to see if somebody has a different technique or a different yeah. style. Yeah. Um, but I will say the one thing that I have noticed the most, most recently, is depending on where I go, 
and this is so horrible to say, I get the best wax that lasts the longest when I do it myself. Of course. And not because of my skill, but because of the wax that I use. The product. I use a much better, higher quality wax than most of the places that I have gone. And Mm -hmm. years ago, I would have always said, the brand you use doesn't necessarily matter. Mm -hmm. It's the skill of the esthetician. And I will take that back and I will say it's 50-50. The skill of the esthetician definitely plays a huge factor, but the type of wax and the quality definitely makes a world of difference because if that wax is not holding on to the hair, you're breaking those hairs, whether you are an amazing esthetician or not. Mm -hmm. And when you go to places, do you ask them what kind of wax they use or can you kind of tell or do you see like the Oh, I can always tell. I always know the container. I can always tell. Um, You can tell when it's a no name. You can tell when it's a cheaper brand. If anybody's using high quality wax, I will say it point blank, they will never hide it. If somebody is using a good quality wax, they will never disguise what they're using. Mm -hmm. It is always front and center and they will always tell you the brand. If you ever ask for a brand of wax and they're like, oh yeah, it's just our house brand. Our house wine. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, I put it in like the same category. Somebody will always tell you it, like what the brand is. And if they're a bigger chain or if they're, you know, they've developed their own wax, they will point blank tell you, we've developed our own. Here's what we've done. Here's how we've broken it down. But if they're just like, oh yeah, it's the house. Oh no, they've found like a not so good quality wax. Yeah. Yeah. That means they've gone to (laughs) But it's very cheap. And some of the places that I found these days, and you know it's cheap wax when they're like, you see them double dipping and you question it. And they're like, oh, no, no. But it's because we only use this can on you. And then whether it's done or not, we throw it in the garbage. So I questioned a place I went to once. Is this happening? Oh, but they literally were like, oh, no, it goes in the garbage. I was like, really? Into the garbage it went. But granted, it's only when you're doing larger yeah services so like I was doing like a full leg of Brazilian and underarm but even still if you're going through a can of wax for a that's not cost efficient but b how good of quality is your wax if you can only get one leg wax one Brazilian and one underarm out of a can of wax and and I think too you don't want to get into the habit of not using your uh, using a separate stick all the time because, you know, you guys get into a routine and if you're, you know, this one client, if you just got a little bit left and you know that you, you could double dip because it is going to go, it's just not worth getting into that routine and habit of it possibly happening, happening again. See, now the only time mm-hmm. I will say that I ever do that is when I'm so low in the can, I will make a comment to the client that it's very low. I will show them I'm double dipping, but it's because you can see it's almost empty. It's going in the garbage. And typically it's, I'm picking it up out of the warmer and I'm walking around because Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get the lost little bit out as I'm putting it on. It's not like I'm still able to get something out of it. Right. That makes sense. Okay. Well, this, this is very interesting. So Beck and I will have to discuss if we want to possibly test this 
mm-hmm. pregnancy mm-hmm. resilient and see see if we get any complaints or see if people are just you know excited to book in and Listen. don't even question. And well, now, now would be the time to test because of all the quarantine babies. <laughs> there are so many quarantine babies. Let's oh try gosh. it. Let's try it. And I think that we can maybe report back in like a couple of months and, and give some yeah. feedback. I think just for really quarter, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested. Yeah. And I, I don't like that. the fact of charging more, but I think if you have like a the mindset going into it, like, okay, well maybe we'll ch- maybe charge more. But if anybody questions it because they've been a regular client, like why are you charging me more? I'll honor it. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Because I'm pregnant then, yeah. See how many new clients, because we can run reports for new clients. That's, That's really what I'd be interested in. Yeah. Or to just like put it on our website more. Run um, like a marketing campaign. Run like a whole like, social media marketing campaign. Mm-hmm. You know, post it all over social media on your website. Yeah. Maybe flyers of some sort or telephones or whatever yeah. it is. Because yeah, it's true. There's OBGYNs like, and gynecologists in Vancouver that are fully booked because they're delivering babies. Uh-huh. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, no other doctor is busy because they've canceled a lot of things. Yeah. But <laughs> labor and delivery is bumping. Find where all the ultrasound centers are and like put yeah. flyers around outside. <laughs> right? I don't know if that's if we're allowed to do that. Yeah. I don't know. I know they I, might I, take I, them down, but a few people will see. Yeah, fair enough. I, I used to do that at coffee shops all the time. I used to like leave our little five dollar coupons and stuff. And yeah, like, you know, maybe they all get thrown yeah. out, but you know, a, a few would come in, and I was like, oh, okay, well, they didn't catch me yeah. this time. Yeah, uh, so I just, I just want to know, Ash, if this is successful. What percentage are you taking? Oh, <laughs> for your intellectual property, I'm, I'm, I'm right? taking sixty. 60-40, let's be real here. <laughs> Sounds like another conversation. <laughs> well, it was all recorded and it was Ash's idea. <laughs> I agree with right. it. Right. So okay, it's well, funny right. that you say, oh yeah, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, let's let's test this and let's come back in a couple of months and, yeah, and see what happens. I think it's going to be really interesting. And well, I think I'm going to yeah. start trying to go to different places that advertise whether they're more expensive or not and just see what the quality of the wax is and if it differs Mm -hmm. yeah like do you really specialize in pregnancy yeah (laughs) maybe we'll get pregnancy pillows yeah I I really feel like there's gotta there's gotta be something that's different especially if they're a regular client and they yeah and like well what what was especially if they're not comfortable laying on their side or Mm -hmm. like like there is a there is a huge, there's a pregnancy pillow designed for massage therapists okay. so that yeah. when they're doing a massage, there's literally this extra pillow, so to speak, or foam or bolster type that goes right on top of the massage table that has a cutout for the belly and has a cutout for the head. So instead of going oh. on like yeah. face down into the table like you typically would, you're kind of up a little bit higher so there's a space mm. for the belly to go in okay so interesting look into some mm-hmm. of those god we gotta charge up for these pregnancy pillows are like 70 bucks we only need to buy one yeah i doubt we're gonna have two pregnancy waxes happening yeah. at the same time and if we do then we know it works <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Becca, you were going to say something when we we cut you off but we're oh that's okay i was just gonna say it's interesting that ash uh, you brought up sometimes convenience wins out over 
quality and that mm-hmm. we, we've talked a lot throughout the podcast with you hiring and firing staff and trying to get difficult staff or unmotivated staff to be motivated and do the things that you want them to do. And you've said time and time again, well, sometimes you just need to, if they're not the right fit, they're not the right fit and you got to stop beating a dead horse. So and reopening and all that, you know, hiring at least in Canada right now is quite difficult because uh, lots of Canadians are still getting financial assistance from the government. So it is hard to hire somewhere right now, especially in our industry. And, you know, on all the job boards I look at, every single other popular spa in town is also hiring. So it's not just mm-hmm. us. So when or is it ever a good idea to rehire staff, possibly out of convenience, or to fill a gap? You just need a body to fill that one shift, you know. Wednesday mornings and Thursday nights, whatever it is, or do you just hold out and wait and find a quality candidate that will actually match your long-term vision and growth? Oh, okay. So I think there's always an exception to every rule. And Mm if I think back, yeah, I am, right? (laughs) Well, there is. (laughs) If I think back into the roster of people that I have hired, fired, worked with through the years, there is definitely at least a handful of people that I can think of, and I'm sure Luba feels the same way, that I would rehire and I wouldn't even think twice about. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the time, these are people that leave because they move, or these are people that leave because they have started a family and they just decided that they were going to stay home for a long period of time instead of going back to work because they didn't need to. But now maybe the children are grown. Mm -hmm. and they're ready to get back into the workforce again. And they were an incredible employee while they were there. Um, And they have the same mentality, the same work ethic. So would I hire them back? Absolutely. There's other people that have moved because they needed to be closer to family or because uh, whatever the reason is. But they've, they've left the city that, you know, you were in. And I think those are kind of more reasons that I would hire somebody back because they didn't leave because they were unhappy. They didn't leave because there was a problem. Um, They didn't leave to go find something better or that was going to pay them better. They left for other reasons other than work-related reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, And so to me, I think that plays a big role. Now, somebody left because they were unhappy or somebody quit because you know they wanted a vacation and you said no or something like that. No, they might've been a great employee, but they weren't a total package. So there was a reason that they're not there anymore. But you always also know if you still keep in contact with these people, they're probably somebody that you would hire back and not think twice about it. If you don't keep in contact with these people and it just happens to be someone that was like, hey, I worked for you five years ago and I need a job again. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, they were good at the time. And you kind of hum and haw about it. And you're like, I need mm-hmm. somebody. Maybe they would fill the void right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's probably somebody I wouldn't hire back. But if yeah. it's somebody that, you know, is one of these situations that we've talked about and they, you know, you in small conversation, you're like, hey, I'm thinking about getting back into the workforce or, hey, I'm moving back to the area or whatever it is. 
yeah, that's probably somebody that I would hire back because you've been in contact with them the entire time. You know the type of person that they are and you know that they're a reliable person if they've maintained a relationship with you in some way, shape or form. I think that's really big because, you know, I, I said to, I said to Jake today, I said, I'm so tired of lip service. Like that's what I feel that I get a lot of, a lot in this business of people that even have, have quit and quit on good terms for whatever reason it may be. And I get the, I really want to stay in touch and I still want to go for wine with you. And I still want to go for dinners. And you know, if you ever need any help, like I'm here to be a bit, and then they're gone completely. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I look at it because I'm always older than these people anyway. So I look at it as like, I'm the elder. So you should be in contact with me. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And, and, And I was your employer. So I find it weird and I don't want to be like that stalker boyfriend of like contacting them after they've left employment with me. Like I really like ball is in your court mm-hmm. if you want to keep that relationship open. Right. But I'm not going to be texting you to be like, oh, let's go for wine. Like if this is what you've said, you've quit, you put in your notice. Don't give me lip service and think that this is what I want to hear. Like actually follow through with it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so that's how I feel about that. So let me ask you a question, Ash. If someone worked for you 10 years ago, yep, they were a great waxer, but slightly had, you know, a little bit of, they came with a little bit of drama and were slightly problematic that did affect the business in a negative way. But 10 years goes by, 10 years, and they ask for their job back. Do you look at that as, well, that was 10 years ago. They've grown up. I'm ready to give them another chance. Or do you stick to, no, you were, pl- you were problematic and you cost me money and you, you made me not sleep at night. So the answer is no. Oh, man. <laughs> so, hypothetically, hypothetically. Yeah. Hypothetically. <laughs> For me, it's already a red flag that they caused issues with the business. Like that's already, mm-hmm. that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Um, but 10 years has gone by. So I want to hope that you've grown the fuck up, <laughs> but you know, sometimes you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yeah. So now how old was the person at the time? Like were they in their late teens, early twenties? And now they're in their like mid thirties. Yeah. Was this person in their thirties and now they're in their forties and right. yeah, they're probably not going to change. Yeah. Um, you know what? I would probably give them the time of day and say, okay, let's sit down. Let's have a, have an interview. I would probably interview them myself. And then I would probably have somebody else interview them as well and kind of get their take on the person because sometimes you can be biased because maybe you really like them as a person. Mm -hmm. And so you don't want to see those red flags anymore, but then somebody who's never met them might see an instant red flag. And I would probably put them through the ringer. Like I would hold them to a higher standard and I may choose after making them jump through a million and one hoops, I may, and if they're okay with jumping through those hoops that I make them jump through, then they're serious about the job. Mm -hmm. But if I tell them like, you're going to interview with three different people, you're going to go through a demo, you're going to show me all of your skills with all of the services we offer. And if they're willing to do all that, then they're probably really serious. Mm -hmm. But if they're kind of like, are you kidding me? Like, you know how I work. Mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't give them the time of day because they're really not that serious. Um, The other thing I might do is tell them you're on a serious three-month probation. 
if there is even one sign, mm-hmm. then you're gone. And that's only if they meet all the criteria of, I think after mm-hmm. like a sit down interview, yep, I'm still saying yes. The person or two that I've asked them to sit down with are both saying yes. They check all the boxes, meeting the skills. They're available on the days that I need. Mm-hmm. I might give them the time of day, but it would be a very serious, like a one strike and you're out if I gave them the chance. Yeah. Okay. But I would probably still continue looking for somebody else if I was yeah. looking for somebody at the time. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's where we, we failed recently. So obviously when we throw out questions like this, it's due to personal experiences and we just kind of went through something like this. Um, did they, did they fill a void for us? Absolutely. But it goes to be- what back to what Becca was saying is like, you know, was that the right thing to do at that time was to fill that void? Mm-hmm. You know, or should we have just kind of continued the way that we were doing? And trust me, I've, I've ran a three room waxing salon with one person. I've done it before. It's, it's yeah. completely possible to do it. And I almost find that sometimes it's better to do it that way than to have toxic people in your business, mm-hmm. right? Or people yeah. that are showing up late or just, you know, causing you not to sleep at night. That's what it really comes down to. Like that's yeah. the stuff that I look at now is like stress on other employees. People showing up late on a regular basis has got to be like one of my biggest pet peeves. Yeah. I am fully understanding if you are late once a month, I'll even say, you know, like you work five days a week and once a month you come in late. Pretty I get odds. Yeah. There's, there's, <laughs> there's traffic. There's you know, buses are slowed, buses are delayed, buses are canceled, subways are canceled, whatever it is. There's accidents. There's like yeah. you sleep in. There's yeah. always like you you can be late at least once a month. And whether it's once by five month. minutes, whether by ten minutes, I'm like that's, that's you know what that's that's <laughs> life. Like, happens, if you're late if good, every yeah. single shift, mm-hmm. I get so frustrated. And mm-hmm. to me, if you're like if you're supposed to start at nine realistically it would be nice if you were there at least five too like be respectful don't show up late don't come in 10 minutes late 15 minutes late 20 minutes late it's not professional and you don't look like you're trustworthy well and Mm -hmm. here's the thing you've chosen to be in a business that's appointment based you don't think your client sees that and your client's like okay I'm here to give you a generous tip. I'm here to see you possibly by request or whatever. And you're, you're storming in on the last second for my appointment. Like, no, it's, it's, it's not good at all. But I don't know, going back, I, I'm not rehiring anyone that used to work for me that left on any sort of negative tone whatsoever. I always said that I would never rehire anyone that, that was, that left, I think I could, if I think of you and I think of just people that I could think of off the top of my head, I could probably name at least three people that I think that you would hire back and not Mm -hmm. even think twice about. Yeah. I would hire one. I think so. I can think of two. One? Yeah. Okay, give me a name. Is it Amanda (laughs) or is it Ashley? (laughs) Uh, Or is it Annie? Uh, Oh, Annie was really good too. Okay, so there, yeah. See, I'd actually never come and work for me as an employee. Like she's now moved on to like a whole different level. She'll come back and work as a contractor if there's an opportunity. 
but Asheville will come back as an employee. different part of the industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. She's, you've moved, you've moved out of the room. You're into distribution, like traveling, all that. So that's a whole, whole other thing. Um, yeah, Annie, I, I would hire back. You're right. You're right. I totally forgot about Annie and Amanda. Okay. And what about Nicole? I think you'd hire Nicole. Oh, back. Nicole was really great. Yeah. Okay. 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 See? Okay. I, I'm trying. Right. I can think of at least three that you would bring back. I'm trying but to be all tough, and I'm not. <laughs> but you know what? Let's be honest, though. These are all people that have a kept in contact with you. Some mm -hmm. haven't worked for you for ten years. Yeah. yeah. Still go out of their way to keep in touch, yes. and yeah. not keep in touch in a sense of like oh, I need you for something, but yes. keep in touch as like, just, I genuinely mm -hmm. like you as a person. I genuinely, you know, enjoyed your company and you taught me something. Sometimes you don't necessarily always agree with everything that your boss is going to do. And you're probably not like they're yeah. your boss and they're your yeah. boss for a reason. Yeah. So, but as long as you can take something and learn from that, then you're in a good position. Yeah, no, and, and you're totally right. And it's so funny because I was just having this conversation again with Jake the other day. I said, I'm so tired of being contacted by people because they want something because of a connection that I have that I can possibly forward to them that will help them better their business or their life or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I haven't talked to you in three years mm -hmm. and now you want to contact me and you start with all the bullshit. I'm like, oh my God, I haven't talked to you for so long. How are you? And then like the second or third text mm -hmm. is... Like oh, I'm so tired of being, mm -hmm. but you're right. And you know what? Nicole left on great terms. She left because she wanted to start a family or she was pregnant. Mm -hmm. And that girl worked till the very, very end in oh my crazy heat <laughs> in Las Vegas. Aww. And she worked right to the very end of her pregnancy just before she had to pop because she had to literally train three people for the business. The business was that new. Yeah. Um, you know, Amanda moved uh, back east to be with family. She, and she keeps in touch and her yeah. um, her boyfriend keeps in touch with me. He literally just messaged me the other day. So yeah, they're in touch with me and, and she did not leave on bad terms at all. And Annie left on great terms and she gave me four weeks notice as for her employee agreement. You know, she was honest about everything and she also excelled and became a trainer at a school. Yeah. Right, but and yeah, now she helps us too. Yeah, and then she called that me connection and was yeah. like, "You need to hire this person. They're really good at waxing." And that person is now our manager in Vegas. Like she yeah. gave someone really, really good. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, no, okay, you're right. More, more than just one. Yeah, told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I have to just add. You know what? There's nothing wrong with staying in contact with people. And there's nothing wrong with asking friends and coworkers for favors or connections. So it's not that there's anything wrong, but it's just not proper etiquette to call somebody out of the blue and be like, hey, by the way, can you refer me to this person or mm -hmm. can you get me in touch with this person? It's just, it comes across sometimes a little bit tacky. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and those types of people are usually the people that maybe didn't leave on the best of terms or haven't done anything to really, uh, what sort I want to look for to, um, keep the relationship mm -hmm. yeah. anyway, like I haven't talked to Nicole until that really the pandemic, like I would maybe see her at the spa show every other year. And then we wouldn't talk for like a year. 
And then it was really kind of like the pandemic and she was donating masks to, um, to hospitals and stuff. And we were, we were kind of going back and forth on that, that kept us in contact through Instagram. But there was a long period where we didn't, we didn't chat. Right. But it's all about how she came back into my life. She'd never asked me for anything. It's the people that maybe don't leave on the best of terms. And then when they reach out again, they need something from you. Mm-hmm. Well, even think of like just in friendships, yeah. you know, sometimes your lives just take you in different directions and you could go months, even a year or two without speaking with somebody. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you just pick up the phone and it's like, you're right back to where you were the last time you spoke. Yeah. And that's because there's no hard feelings. People's lives just get the best of them. And mm-hmm. you know what? If you're career oriented or very family oriented or whatever it is, sometimes it takes up a lot of your time and you don't have a lot of the time or the resources for outside communication. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's all about if the person's genuine or not. I mean, my, my best friend in Poland, I went eight years without talking or sorry, without seeing her. Eight years. And we probably talked maybe three times a year, Christmas and two birthdays. Mm-hmm. But when I saw her after eight years, it was like we didn't skip a beat. Like we were mm-hmm. still in high school. It was crazy. Aww. So, yeah. So I, I totally get that. But she's never wanted anything from me. She's never put yeah, me in a position. Authentic. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And those people are hard to find today. Very. Mm-hmm. Um, so the battle continues. We continue to look for someone. And uh, like Becca was saying earlier, every single salon and yeah. gym and massage parlor and Everyone, Everyone is hiring right now. Yeah. Nobody wants to work. Daddy wow. Trudeau. Oh my yeah. God. And then, <laughs> and then. It's good and bad. Yeah. Wait, we need to talk about your bingo cards. Oh. Oh my God. We did tried they resurface? It. Yeah. Oh. It. Was it semi, like. It was a semi success. Okay. That's, yeah. That's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Two stars, each in different countries, different financial circumstances, different attitudes about the pandemic, you know, so they're not really good things to compare against each other, but it's hard not to when that's all you have. So Vegas loved it, ate it all up. We're doing it again. They're filling them out. It's a great competition between the girls, but like friendly and you know, um, nice Vancouver motivating each other. Yeah. Like just, Yeah, exactly. It's like exactly how you'd want it to work out, right? Like definitely worth the time doing. Great attitudes. They really hustle. They really work hard. Vancouver, half the staff lost their cards. Oh my God. Didn't ask for new ones. Didn't tell me they were lost. So I don't know if they just thought that I gave them this challenge. I'd never check up on it ever again. Because then at the end of the month, when I asked the receptionist, hey, can you scan everyone's cards to me so I can tally them up and, you know, tell Lula, you got to pay this person this much, you got to pay this person this much, and you got to get them a gift card. And, <laughs> and then she wrote me in an email. She was like, yeah, so these two people don't have them. And then the other two, they did like a fair effort. They got almost all the squares. Some of the squares were harder to get than others. Um, but yeah, totally night and day between Vegas and Vancouver. I totally think I would have had like a staff meeting and I would have handed out like <laughs> the cash or the gift cards right in, in front, front of, of the other two that yeah. didn't do anything and be like, better luck next time. So we, we did that. We did that. So what we did when Rang we down the heat, <laughs> but you know what? It makes people like feel like a either like assholes 
Or B, makes them be like, what the hell? I completed more than she did and I did it faster. Yeah, but you don't hand it in. Where's the you proof, don't get, honey? Yeah. The so, proof is in the pudding. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you lose the card, like all of the things, if you knew how to work our booking system, you could backtrack and find had you done all the things. Well, you I, would come up with a good you know? fib. Like I washed my yeah. uniform and it was in the pocket and it came out like, you know, confetti like give me something to work with your dog ate your homework (laughs) here's the thing becca's in the store the majority of the time she works from home half days on tuesdays and on saturdays why they couldn't knock on the door and be like i lost my bingo card can i have another one like you just didn't do your fucking job you were asked to do something that benefited you in the end that cost Mm -hmm. the owner money out of pocket and you couldn't even ask the only purpose of it was like to be fun. And, and really it was, if you go back and listen to our previous podcast episode where mm-hmm. Ashley gave us this idea, it was because I wanted to put them on commission. And I said, which no. would have benefited them and possibly mm-hmm. the business too. But <sighs> so now that knows why I say no. Um, but it's yeah. funny because we did exactly what you said, Ash. We mm-hmm. um, handed out gift cards in mm-hmm. front of, everyone yes I love it and that was for something else though that was for our our weekly morale meetings during quarantine to because that was on your own time and it wasn't mandatory it was just like a nice thing to do so Mm -hmm. if they took the time out of their day to make those happen we counted attendance and based on however many you attended you got it was like ten dollar gift card per per yeah and they were oh that's pretty good 15 20 minutes so that's that was a pretty That's good way. That's pretty wage. good, actually. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, I was yeah, thinking like a that. dollar per, no, you wow. know, session you showed up for. Like wow. you showed up for ten meetings, you got ten bucks. Like <laughs> even, even the bingo cards were they were a hundred bucks hefty. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and you had a choice between like a gift card, a dinner for two, or straight cash on your paycheck. So it, you know, depending on whatever is important to you. Yeah, we were super generous. Like we spent a lot of time like doing this and very, very generous where like we made it worth their while. Mm-hmm. On top of getting paid, on top of getting tips, on top of everything else, their set schedule and everything else they have. Yeah. Um, when like this was just part of your job. We're just yeah. asking you to do yeah. your job. Yeah. And it wasn't <laughs> we're outlandish just trying to motivate you and yeah. give you an extra bonus for yeah, doing your job. Yeah. And all the bingo squares were already like services or products you already perform or sell. Like it wasn't like we were like, hey, take our sign and go stand on the street corner and dance in a chicken suit. Yeah. It was it was just like, <laughs> oh, book one facial, rebook five clients, you know, like stuff you're doing. Your anyway, job. You just now have to track it. Um, so we did yeah, give out um, the gift cards in front of each, uh, in front of everyone. And then we also announced how many um, – meetings everyone attended and we talked about vegas because vegas attended like uh, 99 100 yeah wow vegas attended or vancouver attended maybe 30 and that's being generous percent wow and and the point of the meetings was really just for morale like we were checking in how are you guys doing emotionally um here have you applied for unemployment do you know how do you need help this is the website and and in canada it was a bit confusing because there was two websites and there's two Mm -hmm. different things and then Yeah. So everything was benefiting them. And then, so we, you know, we were handing out the gift cards thinking like, oh, this is going to make such an impact, you know, to say that you guys attended 30% and Vegas attended a hundred. And they were just like, oh, 
Oh, great. Thank you. Thanks for the gift card. Didn't give up. so different in Vancouver. Wow. So then. It's just so weird because you would almost think it would be the other way around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when you talked about having staff meeting, that's when when Becca told me that they lost the the bingo cards and stuff. And I'm like, I'm done. I'm having a staff meeting and it's not going to be fucking nice. Like I'm done. And I've been done about three times in 13 years. Like it doesn't take a, it, it takes a lot for me to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I did a whole presentation. Oh my gosh. It was like being in a meeting on wall street where someone just lost like billions of dollars. I was like, oh my God. I'm glad I'm not in trouble. Um, one of them decided not to show up that she was going to FaceTime in for the meeting, but, um, didn't let me or Becca know about that. Just thought it was within her right to call in for the meeting. So I was pissed off because I was like, I drove all the way from North Bend. She had like a presentation like in high school with like a flipboard with like all these things written out of like. I feel like that would have been like, sorry, you're fired. Yeah, that's what happened. Like that depending was- on, <laughs> depending on my much- mood my day, that would pretty much be where I was at at that point. Oh, it was, it was definitely one of those conversations. And Becca hears this quite often as. I'm emotionally charged right now and I just want to fire her. So I need to go home and sleep on it. Because <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Our rash decision here. Um, yeah. It was but, like a fire quit. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and Becca took the time too. We did a socially distancing staff meeting and we had to have it outside. And Becca took everything and put everything out. So it was like, it, again, it took a lot of time. And they did all their reports and all yeah. the numbers and stapled it. I felt like a teacher. Like I yeah. had really nice templates and I was like, oh, I'm setting up my class. Yeah. <laughs> so then um, we, I made a list of these are the things that I expect of you. And there were 10 things. And literally, Ash, you would have died. It was show up to work on time. Show up in your proper uniform. Um, be courteous towards, your, towards the clients. Um, make sure that you sell. Um, meet your targets. Meet yeah, your targets. Don't be Pitch. on your phone. Please don't be on your phone. Like, this is all I'm asking. Nothing above and beyond. Yeah, just regular. Yeah. Next page. These are all the things that have been asked of me since opening from COVID. In Can May. Have, in yeah. May. Can I have extended vacation? Can I take time off during blackout times? Can I come in late? Can I leave early? I've got a personal issue. Can, can this be done? Can you can change? on my ROE? Can you change my <laughs> ROE? So I can collect unemployment. Can you can you please put that I was laid off and not fired? So can I can pay collect unemployment. cash under the table. Can you adjust my schedule so I can still collect CERB, which is our financial assistance in Canada? So I was like, these are all the things that have been asked of me since May. And the answer to all of this is no. Do not ask me for anything moving forward until you can complete these 10 things that is your job description yep two days later someone shows up late yeah two days later three days later somebody doesn't clean their room now is somebody go through like does somebody go through the rooms at night and be like hey yeah we have a a clean police now you can like now you can leave well, they're, sometimes they're working, like the last shift, there might not be two people on. Uh, and there's checklists for everything. Usually there is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a receptionist and a waxboard always closing together. Um, but 
yeah, like there's just the the don't give yeah. a shit factor in Vancouver is incredible. Is yeah. incredible. We're working on hiring a supervisor, so I would like for between me and her to have somebody opening and somebody closing. So like you said, Ashley, like you need to do all these things before you're mm-hmm. allowed to leave. But it's really shitty because you know what? That's you extra. Have to do that. yeah. it's, well, it's extra yeah. money being handed out to mm-hmm. somebody needlessly when yeah. realistically you could be making an extra dollar to an hour mm-hmm. if we didn't have to pay somebody else to babysit you. Well, and yeah. So that's exactly it. You know, when they come and they ask for raises and stuff like that, I'm always like, well, you know, Becca's expensive and she's got to check if you fucking took out the garbage. Like (laughs) that, that, that's not where, that's not what she was hired for. And that's not where, you know, she excels in order to make the store more money so we can pay you more money. But it's just so short sighted in this business. I Mm -hmm. I have found Mm -hmm. like the girls that are working at store level is just, it's mind blowing. And I just can't, I actually had to say to them, Cause I was like, I'm not getting through to them with my wall street presentation. I'm not getting through. And I actually said, I feel like I'm in a, an abusive relationship. So let me put it to you this way. If your husband asked you to um, commit fraud on your tax return to benefit him, if he was coming in late at night and not telling you where he was or that or, he'd be late or that he'd be late or showing up late on your dates or whatever, would you stay with him? And they were like, no. And I said, well, that's what you're doing to me. You're coming in when it pleases you. You're not letting them know. You're asking me to commit fraud. Mm-hmm. So if you want to stay in that relationship, yeah. why, then why do you expect me to? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh yes. Okay. No, it registered. Cause they were like, no, no, like we wouldn't. And I was like, okay, this registered two days later. Oh, I would have been, mm-hmm. I think I would have turned that around too. Good. I'm glad you get it. So change your ways. Or I am not staying in this relationship and you will be the one that is gone. Mm-hmm. So, but we're at the point where we wouldn't have any staff left. Zero. Yeah, in Vancouver. Like that's how bad. There's not even Holy one cow. person. I need to learn how to relax, but like I can't because, well, I could, but like in Luba's mind and in my mind, I can make the website and like, the bright stuff so much more money than I could if I was waxing. But also it's like some days I'm like, they don't show up or they come in late and I have a client sitting in the front room and I'm like, I would do it for you if I could, but I don't know how (laughs) you need, you know what you need? You need a staff house and you need to just, (laughs) no, seriously. I, I, I kid you not. You need a staff house and you need to literally start hiring outside of the province. Mm. Oh my God. Because once you open it up to people outside of the province that want to be able to come to work, Mm -hmm. but can't maybe necessarily afford it. Mm -hmm. Now you've given them the opportunity to be able to afford it because there's staff housing Mm -hmm. and they're much more dedicated to work. The longer they're there and the more they work, they'll start to get out on their own. And then you move new people into this so-called staff housing. And if they don't work out, well, then you are also kicking them out of their home. So they don't have a choice, but. Oh my God. So then I'm not going to have any rights as an employer or a landlord. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, I don't know. It's it's been it's Girl, been yeah. a struggle. Like we just can't we just can't find that. Or even just put the ad out outside of the the province yeah. and see what you now. get. Put it in Alberta or because somewhere. you never know or the island who will be interested mm-hmm. in something. There might be somebody who's looking and just doesn't really know the right place to look. Or maybe you just put the right ad out there and somebody's like, oh my God, that sounds like a job that I really want. You know what? I love, I love that you said that because I was just thinking when I opened up Vegas, um, I would, I would put ads out in California and Nevada. Cause I was like, maybe someone will come out here or maybe they're thinking about it. And this is an opportunity that's in their face as opposed to being like, I need to get sorted there and then, and then, and then find a job. Yeah. That's interesting. Hmm. And some of the best employees that I've had are from Ontario. East Coast, the hard, the hardworking people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, and I that always say, I always say, talk to the schools. Okay, so this is great. You'll love this. This shows um, it's not our unique experience. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I've got a great relationship with one of the schools in BC. I actually sit on, on their board. Um, yeah. And I messaged the instructor the other day and I said, do you have anyone? And she said, I can't even get them to show up for school. I can't oh my God. offer anyone to you at this time. Yeah. Last year, she said the same thing. It's been like mm-hmm. two, three years that she's like, I, I don't wow. have I wouldn't even recommend it. So I legitimately went to a school the other day to do a presentation. I went on Friday and I was actually there the Friday before talking about two different brands that we carry. I have never in my life had a group so attentive, so responsive, Mm -hmm. did not look at their phone I went an hour and a bit over what I had said. They were late leaving for lunch. Nobody said a word. Nobody even budged. Nobody even like blinked. They were hanging on to my every word. And I'd like to say I'm a good presenter, but like I'm not I'm not that good. You're good. You're good. You're literally hanging on. They were like every single person, yeah. Every single one of them. They were asking questions. They were answering questions. They were gracious. They were courteous. They were polite. Like I on it, like this was a group that I was just astounded by. And I think I would possibly try to hire each and every one of them just because of how they were in that class. Because never have I ever, and I've talked to a lot of people in a lot of schools and never have I found a group that was like that. They just, they just wanted to learn. That's they all they wanted. To BC. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. You Thanks never the know. They, they, apparently this group graduates in, in next week or the week after. <laughs> oh, my God. But listen, I don't want you to sell yourself short because, girl, you're an incredible presenter. And there's a reason why I fly you from Toronto to Las Vegas for the show. Oh, I thank you. You are a great <laughs> Um, so yeah, and Becca knows I don't give out compliments very easily. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um, But no, this really like these, this group of girls was just, they were phenomenal. And I, 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 I don't know whether it's the instructor, like they've got a great instructor. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know whether it's that. I don't know whether it's what, you know, it's COVID. They had a little bit of a different education but they're just hungry for the industry. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I'm mesmerized by it because I feel like that's what this industry is missing is more mm-hmm. people like that. Yeah. 
Well, who was it that we were talking to? I think it was Wendy um, yeah. last week. And yep. she said, you know, this isn't the, the business to get rich in. You have to love what you do. And that's why you do it. Mm-hmm. Right. So, well, Ash, thank you for the therapy session today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it felt a lot like girl time today. It really did. I had to oh. stop and think, like, are we just on chat time? Or? <laughs> well, that's, that's, what, that's what the podcast is, right? It's, it's yeah. real life. And, you know, the struggles of the business. And unscripted. Unscripted and, yeah. you know, a different perspective from three different, you know, um, parts in, in, in companies. That mm-hmm. all come together as one and and helps each other out. That's what the that's what the podcast is all about: collaboration and not competition. Mm-hmm. So we want to hear from you. Are you guys struggling in your business with employees, hiring people, finding the right fit? Um, do you guys sometimes just kind of hire someone because it's a body and it's a band aid fix, mm-hmm. um, or do you wait it out? And and what does that look like? Um, we're going to play with this whole pregnancy wax and see what we get out of this. I think this is going to be really interesting. So if you guys have any belly facials, let's not forget the belly facials. Like maybe this is a new, this is a new avenue. Like not just the bum facials, not just the face facials, not just the bikini facials, but now you've got like belly facials. I've had belly facials on the menu for 13 years and I think we've done five. But maybe if yeah, you, you know, pregnancy, pregnancy belly. Like, I don't just mean, mm-hmm. like, belly, belly. Prenatal like, facial. Yeah, like a pregnancy belly facial. Maybe. Oh, that's good. Like, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Work on the stretch marks, down. extra hydration. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, lighten the stretch marks, moisturize to prevent them. So see, I'll, I'll add some things to the website. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, yeah, if you guys want to write in, it's comments at Between Both Cheeks. Mm-hmm. Um, you can slide into our DMs at Between Both Cheeks. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Or I don't think we have a Facebook, sorry, Twitter and Instagram. Um, and, Becca, where can they listen to us? Preferably Apple Podcasts, so you can write us a review. Uh, if you don't have an Apple device, though, anywhere you listen to podcasts is fine. Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, uh, any of the podcast apps or websites that you regularly listen to podcasts on. If you search Between Both Cheeks, we will be there. And if you're listening to this one already, pretty good chance that you've, you're in the right place. <laughs> if you could write us a review or send us an email at comments at betweenbothcheeks.com about any comments questions uh or if you want to be a guest on our podcast yes we would love that or any topics that you want to hear about thank you so thank you for listening and good night